So the first reading is from Isaiah 11, verses 1 to 10. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together. And the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. And the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the people. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. Amen. second reading is from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. And then it just reads on to say, the true light that gives light to every man who is coming into the world. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it educates us and teaches us. We thank you, Lord, that it gives us knowledge. Father, let us trust it. Let us believe in it. And let us hear your message now. Father, give me your words. Let them not be mine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, I bet you're all wondering why I've shown you so many um, clips. I'm sorry, Colin. It was, no, it was a nightmare to plan and Rachel's in the back going, Colin, have you got four clips? Yeah, well. <laughs> the whole point was to show you what the world thinks of Christmas. In none of those clips, absolutely none of those clips, was God mentioned. Or was Jesus mentioned. So the world doesn't see Christmas as meaning Jesus. It sees Christmas as meaning love, great sentiment, as meaning family, great sentiment, 
It means aspiring for the dream of your belonging, your choice. Again, great sentiments. But that misses, in all aspects, it misses the key point, which is Christmas is all about Jesus. Everything else is just a secondary. So looking at the ads, or looking at the clips, Lily and the Snowman, 13 million people have seen that. That's how many hits it's had. John Lewis, The Long Wait, cost five million to produce an advert that all, a great advert. It's not actually advertising John Lewis directly, but five million? Just one thing though. You notice the joy and the pleasure that was all over the child's face when he gave something. Think about that. Because at Christmas, God has given us something. Or better still, someone. So he's got 636 billion times whatever the population of the world is, because Jesus is for everybody. He's got 636 billion times that look of happiness on his face. Now, there's just a thought to filter into the back of your mind. That's how much God wants you to accept his gift. The Heathrow Heathrow Burrs, can't say that. They've only had half a million views this year. There was five million views last year and it became one of the biggest Christmas adverts. This one talks about us being close at Christmas and being together. And then this last one, the penguin one. 27.2 million views. A million pound to shoot, not a lot. Seven million pound airtime to get it on our screens. That cost eight million pounds to see it on television. Giving someone the Christmas they've been dreaming of. Beautiful thought. While I was looking through my notes, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of the time that I've got communion as well, so it, this is going to get cut short. Um, but one of the things that, that came up was the, the Christmas countdown checklist. Now, this, according to the internet, is the ultimate Christmas countdown checklist and the timings involved in it. Right? Getting organized is the best way to ensure you'll have more holiday cheer. Less holiday stress. This timeline will help you keep track of the big tasks. Right? Go. If you would, please. Make a family plan. This is three to six months before mid-October. Right? <laughs> Buy plane tickets and make travel arrangements. Now, this, this, is, this is how the internet sees preparing for Christmas or how people on the internet see it. Keep going. Two months before mid-October, put activities on a calendar... Start baking things you can freeze. Update your holiday card list. Christine doesn't quite do that then. Shop for cards and wrapping paper and make plans for overnight guests. Keep going. Six weeks before, beginning of November, make a master gift list. Make a budget. Start Christmas shopping in earnest. Keep going. Do any online shopping. Now, you do this a month before, right? Wrap the gifts as you buy them because otherwise you'll end up with hundreds of gifts that you just can't wrap up. Take stock of your decorations. You might need to buy some more. 
Take stock of the dishes and glasses. Whoa. Depends how many people are coming around at Christmas. And start addressing holiday cards. I think my, I think my wife started before then, but never mind. Keep going. Three weeks before the first week of December, mail the cards, buy a live tree, decorate, finalize the menus, and order a turkey. Keep going. Make sure outside present, out-of-town presents are mailed. This is the second week of December. Shop for non-perishable items. Deep clean your house. One week before, deep clean your house. And then buy batteries for the children's toys. Well, come back to the deep clean your house, because I know that's a humorous one, but strangely enough, there's some importance to that. Okay. Buy batteries for, your, batteries for the toys, then three days before, shop for the fresh ingredients and set the table. Three days before. Keep going. Two days before, start cooking and buy fresh flowers. All I'm going to say here is, you have no other time to live. This is your time. <laughs> Keep going. The day before, recharge the batteries on your camera or video recorder. Finish the last minute wrapping. Finish cooking and make a timeline for the next day. Sit back. <laughs> and relax. <laughs> now, all I'm going to say to you is, I hope you've all had your preparation time. <laughs> and I hope you've followed that to the absolute letter. But I so strongly suspect that you haven't. But the point is that some people in certain parts of the country and certain parts of the world, will have. And they'll have prepared in that level for Christmas. Have they prepared for Jesus coming? Didn't see that on there. I didn't see it mentioned anywhere there. Right. Conscious of the time. We as a church... We prepare for Christmas. We organize events. We do outreach. We stress that it is Jesus' birthday. And we do that as a church. And we do it together. What do you do as an individual? What do you personally do to prepare yourself for Christmas? How do you find time to do anything given that shopping list? Given being involved in the church things? How do you find time to prepare for Jesus? One of the things it said there was to deep clean your house. One of the things we as Christians should do as we prepare for Christmas is to make sure we have a clean heart, to have a clean mind, and that we are focused on God. Now that is easily taken away from us. You'll get sidetracked at work, somebody will wind you up, you'll get sidetracked, and that happens to me a lot. You'll get sidetracked at home, the kids will wind you up, that happens to me a lot. But then, that clouds my heart. That makes me angry when I shouldn't be. That makes me resentful when perhaps I shouldn't be. So what you need to do is to prepare yourself properly for receiving God. Prepare yourself properly. When you prepare your schedules for Christmas, when you're planning on things to do, is coming to church the only Christian thing you plan? Do you still have your morning prayer time? 
Do you still have your daily readings? Do you still put your trust in God being with you every day? Or does all the activities that's going on around you take over? As Christmas comes and approaches, there are receiving and giving of gifts. Right? It's the most important time of the year for that. So, in terms of God, have you received his gift and have you given him yours? Receiving his gift is his son. Have you received him? Have you accepted him for who he is? Do you know him as your Lord and Savior? Giving God your gift is giving God you. Have you done that? Christmas is a fantastic time. It's a time that, for all of those of you, those of you who know me, know is my favourite time of the year. Bar none. Bar absolutely none. And I can't wait to start celebrating Christmas. But Christmas is the most important time of the whole year and what we do with it is up to us are you ready for Christmas Amen Uh, we're now going to sing another song Brian we're singing this song and this is another one of my favourite songs Um, when Brian picked this I was absolutely amazed because I didn't know we knew it it's called Murray Did You Know now I first heard this when uh, I was listening to Christmas carols on the television and an acapella group sung it and the words just came across do you actually believe that Mary knew she absolutely knew what Jesus would do do you? Those of you who are mothers, um, you can perhaps relate to that and to Mary. And just think what you feel Mary would be thinking. And the words of this song might mean a bit more to you. Brent. Mm-hmm. 